The statements I make on this podcast are for educational purposes only. My statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Therefore, the statements I make are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All of the information I share is simply for informational purposes only. You should always consult with a licensed healthcare professional before you start taking a new vitamin, supplement, medicinal herb, or conventional medication. You should also get professional advice before you start a new exercise program or if you suspect that you might have a health problem. Knowledge is power. I hope you use the information I share with you to seek the best care for yourself and the people you love. Thank you for listening. Between the sound of my stomach and the fact that the acoustics in the car might be weird, I really have no idea how this is going to sound. We are in the middle of September 2021, and in America, the school year has started and pandemic unemployment benefits have ended. So this means that a lot of people are congregating again in ways that we haven't in over a year. The fact that everybody is re-congregating means that we are also going to be getting colds and flu, and there's going to be an increase in the number number of infections that led to the shutdown and basically the global pandemic. I think it's important to understand the illness that you are trying to heal. Obviously, it's important to understand the nature of the disease. You have to have a proper diagnosis if you want to have a good chance of healing the issue. A lot of these things will resolve on their own because we have an immune system that fights pathogens, but it can be helpful sometimes to give your immune system some support, and that's what I'm hoping I can offer you with some of the remedies that I'm going to share in the next episode. In this episode, I'm hoping that I can help everyone understand the nature of these viruses that get us sick around this time of year. I've stumbled upon an article which had a pretty interesting title. It's called, The Common Cold Might Protect You From from coronavirus, here's how. Before you get excited and think, oh, if I catch a cold, then I'll never catch COVID. No, that's not the case. And that's why I want to read the article so we can understand. Basically, they're making a distinction between the type of virus that causes COVID-19 and one of the types of viruses that cause the common cold. There are a few different types of viruses that cause the common cold. One type is called a rhinovirus. And apparently, when you are experiencing a current infection with a rhinovirus, your immune system does something that makes it so that a virus like COVID-19 has difficulty infecting you. Let me just jump right into this article because it explains some of the science and it seems to put it in simple terms. This is from theconversation.com. It's called, The Common Cold Might Protect You From Coronavirus. Here's how. It was published April 7th, 2021, and it was written by Matthew James. The common cold is usually caused by a rhinovirus. We often assume that viral infections are caused by individual virus types, but in reality, we're exposed to many viruses on a day-to-day basis and co-infection, where someone is simultaneously infected by two or more virus types, is quite common. So basically, you could have a cold and the flu 
at the same time they're going to explain. The cells lining our throat and lower airways are exposed to the environment around us, making them a prime target for co-infection by respiratory viruses. These range from common cold-causing rhinoviruses to the more serious influenza viruses, which are often the cause of global pandemics. One of the most frequent outcomes of co-infection is viral interference. That's a phenomenon where one virus outcompetes and suppresses the replication of the other co-infecting viruses. But interestingly, a growing body of evidence suggests that rhinoviruses may interfere with the replication of other respiratory viruses that tend to be more serious. Rhinoviruses may even offer the host temporary protection from other viruses. The good news is that It appears to include SARS-CoV-2, which is the virus that's responsible for COVID-19. In a new study, rhinoviruses were shown to suppress the replication of the virus that causes COVID-19. Rhinoviruses. The majority of respiratory viruses that infect humans are rhinoviruses. And the term rhinoviruses comes from the Greek rhino, which means of the nose. Rhinoviruses were first identified in 1953. They are extremely small respiratory viruses that are present all over the world. As far as we know, they are only capable of infecting humans. Rhinovirus infections can be serious in some cases, but they usually only infect us to cause the common cold, which is a relatively mild disease. In response to being infected with a rhinovirus, our immune system produces virus-killing molecules that are called interferons. Interferons are produced in response to infections by all types of viruses, but they're produced much faster and in greater quantities in response to rhinoviruses compared to other respiratory viruses. But despite the fact that our immune systems have a quick response to rhinoviruses and produce so many interferons to fight them off, rhinoviruses have evolved complex mechanisms that allow them to evade interferons and continue to replicate efficiently. It's widely accepted that the rhinovirus-induced interferon response, you know, the fact that your body is producing all of these interferons in response to being infected with a rhinovirus, is actually what produces the symptoms of the common cold. So it's not even the rhinovirus itself, it's actually your body's interferon response that's giving you the symptoms of the cold. Even though rhinoviruses are pretty resistant to interferons, that's not the case for some other respiratory viruses. Some other respiratory viruses are extremely sensitive to interferons. Influenza viruses, for example, cannot replicate properly in the presence of interferons. Since rhinovirus infections trigger such a huge interferon response, researchers had the idea that they might offer protection against infection by more deadly interferon-sensitive viruses such as influenza. In recent years, several research groups have investigated this phenomenon in the lab. They found that when cells are infected with rhinovirus, it triggers an interferon response which prevents them from being infected with the influenza virus. If rhinovirus infections block the replication of other respiratory viruses, this could affect their spread in patterns of distribution. For instance, evidence 
suggests that rhinovirus may have interrupted the spread of the H1N1 or swine flu influenza virus during the 2009 global pandemic. So now let's talk about the cold and COVID-19. If rhinovirus infections can interfere with the replication and spread of pandemic influenza viruses, could it do the same for interferon-sensitive coronaviruses such as SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19? A team of scientists at the University of Glasgow recently set out to answer this question. They infected lab-grown layers of cells that replicates the conditions in the human respiratory tract with rhinovirus, SARS-CoV-2, and both viruses simultaneously. But interestingly, SARS-CoV-2 replicated much slower in the co-infection scenario, but rhinovirus replication didn't change in the presence or absence of SARS-CoV-2. And like I said, SARS-CoV-2 is the virus that causes COVID-19. So, Basically, they're saying that when they infected these cells with both the virus that causes COVID-19 and a rhinovirus, it caused the COVID-19 virus to replicate much more slowly. So it wasn't having the same opportunity to create a serious infection. To better replicate real-life conditions, the authors also infected the cells with either rhinovirus or SARS-CoV-2 24 hours prior to infecting them with the other virus. Rhinovirus was able to suppress the replication of SARS-CoV-2 regardless of whether it was added before or after SARS-CoV-2, and that suggests that rhinovirus infection actively protects the cells from SARS-CoV-2 infection. So next, the authors wanted to confirm that the inhibitory effect on SARS-CoV-2 replication was specifically caused by a rhinovirus-induced interferon response. So they co-infected the cells with both rhinovirus and SARS-CoV-2 in the presence of a drug which blocks the virus-killing properties of interferons called BX795. So in this part of the experiment, BX795 allowed SARS-CoV-2 to replicate at a level that was comparable to that of a single SARS-CoV-2 infection. And this confirmed that the rhinovirus-induced interferon response is indeed responsible for the block in SARS-CoV-2 replication that was seen in the co-infection experiments that did not include BX795. Using mathematical simulations, the authors also found that more frequent rhinovirus infections among the population would result in a reduced rate of SARS-CoV-2 infection. So they basically found that if the rhinovirus type of cold infections were spread more, then we would have fewer COVID-19 infections. Taken together, these results confirm that rhinovirus infections suppress the replication of SARS-CoV-2, which may in turn reduce the number of new cases among the population. So, can rhinoviruses protect us from infection by SARS-CoV-2? The short answer is yes. But it's essential to note that the rhinovirus-induced interferon response is an example of innate immunity 
immunity, meaning that its effect only lasts as long as the invading rhinovirus is in your body. If you recover from a cold and then come into contact with SARS-CoV-2 a week later, it's unlikely that you will have enough interferons to successfully block the SARS-CoV-2 infection. In order to develop long-term immunity to a virus like SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19, your body would need to have produced highly specific antibodies, and you only do that if you come into direct contact with the virus, like in the wild or by vaccination. So if you're someone who has not yet had COVID-19 or you're unvaccinated, you'll only be protected if you happen to be infected with SARS-CoV-2 at the same time that you are already experiencing a cold. Rhinoviruses may play a critical role in controlling the spread of SARS-CoV-2 among the human population, but the most effective way to control the spread of SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19, is still vaccination. Okay, so basically this article was pointing out some scientific research that proved that when you have an active cold and your body is producing those interferons to try to fight off the cold, it actually helps protect you from being infected with SARS-CoV-2, which causes COVID-19. So basically, having a cold protects you from getting COVID-19, but the protection only lasts as long as you have the cold. Once the cold goes away, you're no longer protected from COVID-19. So the best way to ensure that you actually are immune to some extent is to get vaccinated. In the next episode, I want to share some remedies that might help if you happen to catch a cold or the flu, or in some cases, if you have a mild case of COVID-19, these remedies might be helpful. And one of the remedies I'll tell you right now is echinacea, and that's something that's good to take this time of year, even before you catch a cold, just in anticipation of being exposed to these different pathogens. So look out for my next few episodes where I'm going to be sharing natural remedies to help you deal with some of the symptoms that we experience with some of the common infections this time of year. Thank you so much for listening. (music) 